Welcome to the Metropolitan UMC Podcast. We're located at 3385 Metropolitan Church Road in Indian Head, Maryland, and under the leadership of Reverend Daryl K. Mason Sr. And now today's podcast. Prayer, man. All right, so let's take the time to go to God's word. Go to God's word. And we shall be coming from the book of 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 13 through 18. 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 13 through 18. And for those that are online, you can follow along in your sermon notes link. 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 13 through 18, and I shall be reading from the NIV version. And the word of God reads like this. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us and present us with you to himself. All this for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. In verse 18, our key verse. So we keep our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we shall all say thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we love you today. Lord, we worship you today. And and Father, we thank you for gathering us together here at Metropolitan. We thank you for those that are connected on Zoom. We thank you for those that are connected on Facebook. And each week, Father, we we ask that you would empower your Holy Spirit in each remote location. Lord, we pray that you would just pour out your Holy Spirit on us. Father, we pray that as your message comes forth, that you would bring us together in a holy sanctuary. Father, we pray that your word would go forth into our minds and our hearts and our souls and our spirits to transform us into people that you would have us to be. Lord, we love you, and Lord, we thank you. It is in Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people said, amen, amen. Many of of us are amazed by the amount of money that the Marvel movie universe has made. Over the past few years, we have the Iron Man, Avengers, Hero 
after hero. Storyline after storyline. But what but but what but what the young folks don't know, the millennials, is that all of the movie content is coming from comic books. See, the comic books is where everything is coming from. Many of, of, of young folks did not grow up with the comic books. Many of you all didn't have the joy of running into the, the, or, uh, or into the Roses store, all right? Running to the Navy Exchange, run, and, 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 and you, you run past all the toys. At least I was. Run back. Let's see, let's see what new comic books are out. And you get them, and, and, and I used to go with Mama. I have a big old stack. She said, boy, now you know you're not going to get all them comic books. Put about 20 of them back and keep 10, and you can come back. You're not even going to read. You need to be reading that schoolwork. That's what you need to be reading. But in each of these books, each of these books was, was, was a gem. Each book told the story. And, and what I found out, see, and, and I accumulated lots and lots and lots, lots, did I say lots? Lots of comic books. What I found out later, that these books accumulated wealth over time. Unfortunately, I didn't realize that until about the age of 22, 23. I'm in the Coast Guard already, and the comic book's in the box somewhere. Couldn't find the box, Joy. Comic book stuck somewhere, but I'm watching on TV. Oh, comic book gets sold for $100,000. I said, I'm, I'm on TV. I know I got that. I think I got that. I think I got that. But guess what? Couldn't find them. Couldn't find them. They's packed away. An investment of 10 cents is going to yield $200,000. An investment of 25, see, depending, listen to this, depending on the issue of the comic book would determine the wealth. You see, when, when I walked into the roses and looked at all the books that were hanging there, see, there was a hidden value there that I didn't see. See, 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 there was something that was, uh, at the time, when I looked at the comic book, I didn't have the ability to see the blessings that it held for the future. See, 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 see many things that, see, see it's, it's hard when we're walking through this Christian life. It's hard to, 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 to understand that the trials and tribulations that you are going through are preparing you for a bigger blessing. The, the, the things that are happening to you now are going to prepare you for something greater. That is what is going on now. Some people ask the question, well, what's the whole thing with this Jesus thing? All I do is get a list of stuff I can't do. Can't do this. Can't go this. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating because what happens is it's a challenge for us to look at things through God's kingdom and his eternal plan for our lives. God has a place for us in his kingdom. And you 
are priceless in his eyes. And so today, I share for you, share with you the thought of unseen blessings. Unseen blessings. See, see, as we, as we look at our scripture today, Paul encourages the church at Corinth. Now, just to remind everybody, I don't think we've been in Corinthians in a while. The Corinthian church was in turmoil. They were arguing with each other. They were fighting with each other, talking about each other, talking about the pastor, talking about Paul. Paul was the pastor. Talk See, we've never seen this stuff happen in church before, right? We, 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 we've never experienced this, but, but it was going on in the Corinthian church. There were people that were there that were trying to, leaders had, 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 had rose and they were trying to put the focus on themselves and they were trying to make people feel smaller than what they were. But Paul encourages the church to let them know that your value is based on your calling, eternal calling in Christ and how closely you, you cling to Jesus, how closely you walk with the Lord. And our eternal value can sometimes be hidden when we allow the enemy to come in our lives and our minds. Sometimes it's hard to see the things that are right in our faces. And what happens is we become worldly minded instead of eternally minded. But if we are to be the people that God has called us to be, we have to have a kingdom mentality. And once we have a kingdom mentality, we can walk differently, we can talk differently, we can think differently, and we can speak differently, and we can begin to answer God's call on our lives. Verse 13 says this, it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken since we have the same spirit of faith we also believe and therefore speak because we know that the one who raised Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself so the question comes what is our eternal destiny what is our eternal value well, here we go. When Paul says, I believe, therefore I have spoken, this is what he's saying. He said, I have read what God, God's word says about me. And I then believe. But listen, it doesn't stop there. There are many of us that read God's word and believe God's word. But there's no speaking. What you mean? I'll tell everybody I'm a Christian. I always share. I always invite people to church. When we speak, our speaking turns into action. When we speak, our speaking turns into the changing of our minds. Uh, 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 when we speak, see, it's something about when you say something. You know, you can have something on your mind all day. But, but when you begin to talk, 
about it. Somehow you then begin, you're able to start walking about it. Oh, and uh, you then are able to get up out of your seat. Uh, you're then able to come out down here to the church and pack some fruit baskets. Uh, uh, you're able to get up and come down here on Wednesday and pass out some meals. They had me out here last Wednesday, y'all. Uh, uh, oh, listen, listen. Yeah, see, 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 it's all about taking action. I believe and I have spoken. Because we have a faith in Christ, we are able to speak on the goodness of the Lord. We can talk about what God has done. Here we go. We can testify, not only, listen, by speaking, but the lives we live. Our biggest testimony, listen, there's a lot, there's people watching you. Ava, them students, they watching you. They watching you. Brother Johnny, they're watching you down in your job. Y'all out there in the car. They, 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 people are watching you. Not only family, but strangers are watching. Because people have seen you drive up in this parking lot. And then you see you drive up. You see, see our lives are a testimony. And people are, are, are watching. See, you might be silent for years and years. And Listen to this. You might be silent for years and years and years. But you can best, best bet. That people are watching you. See, right now, we are going through a cicada bug testimony period. Pastor, what you talking about? Well, think about this. The cicadas are now driving us crazy. They're all in the trees. Everywhere you look, cicadas are everywhere. People that started, I've seen them, they, they, they're cooking the cicadas. The cicadas are everywhere. Well, what has happened? The cicadas have gone through a 17-year, listen to this, incubation period. The cicadas have been alive for the 17 years. Listen, they've just been hidden. they've always been around they've always been here oh we just complaining about them now. see the cicadas go through a 17 year incubation and for one summer they come out and drive us crazy and they die but for the people of God we go through a nine month incubation hey but God gives us a lifetime to lift our hands and praise him. God gives us, he gives us more than a summer. Oh, he gives us a lifetime. So the question is, oh, where is your cicada praise? Oh, they listen, they realize they only have a summer. But listen, oh, we may only have a summer. Jesus might come back on August the 22nd. But what are you doing to give God the praise? What are you doing to make your life be a testimony? Oh, I believe that somebody here that can give God a cicada praise all in the trees oh you can hear them all at night time that ought to be us every day because we don't know if God has promised us tomorrow we ought to be all out the street oh bless the Lord walking up and down much all of us walking up much while those crazy people walking up and down the road that's because God has blessed you that's because God has blessed you and he has kept you and we ought to give God a cicada praise. You go to you tell you tell the real coworkers. I'm gonna give God a cicada praise. That means that means it's that that means it's because 
You don't know if God has promised you tomorrow. We're going to praise God. And so then, verse 15 says this, and this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people, listen. So let me slow down here. Just talked about your testimony, right? Want to make sure we're tying this together. Talked about your testimony and your life that you're living and your cicada praise. Here we go. All this, everything I just said, all this is for your benefit. So that the grace that is reaching, here we go, the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Your testimony and your praise and your life that you live causes grace to touch other people and causes them to glorify God. Yeah. We're not just in this thing for ourselves. God has called us as a family. God has called us as a body of Christ. But can we see that God has an eternal purpose for us? Our testimony reaches those that are around us. Our lives cause us, cause other people to see the grace of God in our lives. And when they see your blessings, they can then begin to see their blessings. When they see how God has blessed you, they see that it's possible. You ever bump into somebody from high school, maybe you're at your 10-year reunion, 20-year reunion, and in high school, that person was out on the street corner. They were doing nothing. They barely passed. They got a 1.6 plus, 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 and just barely scooted across. And you bump into, bump into them a few years later. What you doing? Oh man, I own the I own three five guys. Really? You say to yourself, hmm. Why don't I own three five guys? That person, I got better grades than them. I did better. That if, if I remember correctly, that person got into some trouble. God can use anybody. <laughs> God can use anybody to do anything at any place at any time. Who are we to think that God will limit other people? Well, this one really trying to say. Who, who are we to think that God can't make us better than what we are now? We can be better people than what we are. We, we can be better husbands. We can be better mothers. We can be a, a better wives. We can be better church people. We can be better families. We can be better Christians. People see our lifestyle, and it makes them want to worship God. People see us working in the community. And, and, and then we start to get traction. We start to see changes in our community. And verse 16 says this. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed each day. 
when we allow God's grace to come in our hearts and our minds, the Holy Spirit will renew us day by day. We will receive that refreshing living water that is Jesus Christ. We are made new. We are people that are not the same people that we used to be. How many people can testify here that the person that you were five years ago, ten years ago, uh, you're not that same person because somebody named Jesus came in your life and changed your heart and changed your mind and made you a new person. Even though we might get older and begin to forget things, God still makes our spirit strong. And when he created, when you, when, when you, we're in that nine-month cicada incubation period. God was right not your plan. He looking down. He's writing, right. Listen, listen. I need you to get this. God has an eternal plan for your life. Listen. Y'all see me writing? Let me do that again. Y'all didn't get it. While you were in your, listen, in your cicada incubation period, this is what God was doing. He's writing. Let's see. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this ministry here. Oh, okay. Oh, he's going to have some trouble here, but that's okay because my grace is sufficient. Oh, he's going to have some financial issues here, but you know what? My grace is sufficient. Something's going to happen here. Something's going to go and go. Going to cause and then almost die. Oh, but my grace is sufficient. You see, God's grace. You see, when God was writing out your plan, he took into account that you was going to have trials and tribulations and relationship issues and sickness. He, he, he took all that into plan. All that is in your eternal plan. Because God wrote in grace. God wrote in grace and he planned it out. But, but what happens is, is that the enemy comes in to try to trick us. To pull us away from our eternal plan. You see, Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 says this. He has made everything beautiful in his time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. God is saying this. He said, I place my eternity inside you. You don't have to go looking for it. It's already in your heart. And we just have to allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. You see, I, see, I, I read this. Scientists discovered that five and six-year-old children have the ability, have better problem-solving and innovation skills than grown adults. And think about that. How is that possible? How is that possible? That the fact, because I, I I've seen I've seen some things here in in the past 24 hours that I'm like how do children think of these things how do they how do they how do they how do they think of these things you, you see it's like what well, how do they think of that haven't y'all done that before haven't you seen your kids do things and you say how have they thought and then then you say sometimes you say well why didn't I think of that. That, that, that's what happens. You see, this is, this is what goes on. 
The enemy steals, I'm going to say this, our eternity. When negativity comes in our lives. The enemy steals. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he tries. He, he tries to take that. But sometimes we're guilty. Sometimes we steal our innovation when we say, you know what? I don't think I can't do this. I don't think I can make the time to do this. I don't think I can apologize for what I said. Uh, you, you, you see, and what happens, the, and, and, and the more we allow the world to come in our hearts, the more we push God's eternity out of our hearts. God just wants us to be able to live that life that he wrote for us. And finally, verse 17. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us, here we go, an eternal glory that far outweighs them. For, here we go, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. We spend too much time looking at the stuff we can't do. We spend too much time worrying about what we're unable to do in ministry, what we're unable to do in our families, what we're unable to do in our relationships. We should have a vision of a unified family. Uh, we should have a vision of Metropolitan taking over Indian Head, uh, partnering with other churches. coming Because it's not just about, we're not the only uh, Christians in the area. It's about us collaborating and working together. It's, it's about these uh, cicada Christians uh, 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 in Indian Head uh, going out and making noise and, and being a bother and being everywhere. Uh, 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 we have to be able to fix our eyes on what we can't see. A kingdom mindset allows us to see an eternity that exists but has not yet come to fruition. Are we able to see the blessings and opportunity that God is presenting to us? Opportunities to prosper our community opportunities to prosper our children opportunities to reconcile opportunities to forgive and opportunities to share Christ with others God has already planted in us our eternal destiny but it's up to us to have the vision to see and allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives so that they can come to pass Well, Joy, I retired out of the Coast Guard. I found them books. I found them comic books. I know Joy wanted to know about my comic books. Joy is always concerned about what's going on with her pastor. So I found, found the comic books. I was happy. I, as I was shuffling through the comic books, I said, I know this is one of the ones I saw. Look. First thing, I started counting money, $1,000, $2,000. And so I gathered up all my comic books. Back then, Google wasn't quite what it was. I went to the yellow pages, 
down the comic book store that happened to be five, ten minutes away. I walked confidently into the comic book shop, put the comic books down. Yeah, I looked at him and said, he looked at my comic books and immediately got an attitude. I could read on his face. He looked at my comic books. He said, yeah. I said, I said um, I've got some, listen to this, listen to y'all. <clears throat> I've got some old comic books I think I can sell. He said, he said, well, that's, the, that's your number one problem. When I look at your books, they're just old. Number one, they haven't been taken care of. He said, <laughs> did you have these in a box somewhere? And you just, I said, I said, yeah. I said, but, but surely, he, he said, he said, he said, let me show you the books that are worth something. And I went over there, and the books were in plastic covers. You, 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 see, you see, when you live your life, you have to take care of yourself. You have to, uh, 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 because, broad, uh, but because broad is the way to hell, but, but, there's, but, 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 but there's a narrow path to God. Uh, we, you, you see, you see we, have, we, have, we have to walk the straight and the narrow. Uh, but, 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 but I went and I, and I started, he, he said, he said, well, he, he says, but look, I'll tell you what. I will take a look to see what you have. And he starts pulling things out and pulling things out. And he, this is what he told me. He said this. He said, now, if this one would have been taken care of, you probably could have got about 500, but it's, now I wouldn't give you more than 20. He said, this one, he said, this is a good one. Blah, blah, blah. But then everything took a big turn because what I was hoping for was one of the big ticket comic books because I reasoned in my mind that even if it was old, an old $100,000 comic book could at least get me $10,000. Isn't that how we do? Lord, I'm just going to do just enough to get into heaven. You see what I'm saying? We don't want to do our very best. Oh, I'm just going to do bare minimum. Hopefully, I'll screw through. Hopefully, I'll just make it in. Hopefully, I'll be on an honorable mention and somebody will tap out and I'll make my way. But God has not called us to live that type of life. He has called, oh, give up your best to the master. Or give him the strength of your years. God has called us. So he shared a secret with me. He said, here we go, here we go. He said, even if all of your comics were in mint condition, you still don't have any of the big ticket ones that would net you the money. So by then, I'm getting frustrated, y'all. Well, I said, well, what kind of comic books do I need? He said, what you need are origins and first issue comic books. Well, what are those? He said, those are the comic books, listen, where the superheroes first show up on the scene. 
First issue of Superman, from what I understand, is about five, six hundred thousand dollars. First issue of Spider-Man, when that shows up, oh, I think that's about three or four hundred thousand uh, dollars. First issue of Swamp Thing might get you two, three thousand dollars. Oh, Pastor, what are you trying to say? Listen to this. Listen to this. Each of you are God's first issue. Each of you are God's first issue, and you are worth something. You see, you are valuable. You are valuable in God's sight. Uh, you are the one that God has called, and each of you are valuable. So don't worry about trying to go and look for other issues. You are first issue. God has called you, and it's not only that you're the first issue, but it's about the story that is contained in your pages. So what I'm letting you know now, go and tell the story about how Jesus saved you. Go and tell the story about Jesus and about how he brought you from a life full of sin. Go and tell the story about he can, how he continues. You see, because here's the scene. Even though you're the first issue, every morning when you wake up, oh, it's a new issue on the shelf. Every morning when you get up, it's a new issue at Roses. Every morning when you get up, it's a new issue of grace and mercy that has kept you. Oh, and every time you get up, oh, it's a new issue because God keeps blessing you. God keeps keeping you you and if we don't take the time to open our books and to read our story then we will not see we will not see the blessings that God has for our lives and the people of God said amen amen maybe there's somebody that's listening today and you don't know the Lord, and you want to give your life to Christ, maybe you've been searching for an answer, but God sent Jesus to die for our sins. And today we offer Christ to you. So for those that are under the sound of my voice, if you want to give your life to Christ, I invite you to pray this sinner's prayer with me. You can bow your head right where you are, whether you're here in the parking lot or whether you're listening on Facebook or Zoom. So I invite you to pray with me this time. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. Right now, I accept that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and that you raised him to life. Right now, I confess that Jesus is my Lord and Savior and I will follow him from this day forward. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you just gave your life to Christ. So we invite you to Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church and ministries, please visit our website at www.metroumcindianhead.com. Until next time, peace and blessings.